Yes. 
John, the three who see Jesus transfigured in all his glory on the mountaintop. He's not the one who walks out of the boat onto the surface of the water to follow Jesus. He's not particularly notable. He's just one of the, one of the group. But there is one story. All four of the gospel accounts tell a story of Jesus feeding thousands of people with only a few loaves of bread and a handful of fish. It's in John's gospel account that Andrew has a speaking role in this story. Jesus tells his disciples, feed the crowd. And Philip says, how can we? We don't have enough food. It would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each person here to have a bite. Then Andrew speaks up. He says, here is a child with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Andrew was not remarkable. And even in this exchange, it seems that while he did point out the food they had available, he did not believe it would be enough. Isn't that great? He wasn't particularly bright, not extraordinarily religious or pious. He didn't even believe there was enough to feed the crowd. He merely pointed out, here's what we have. It couldn't possibly be enough, but here it is. You see, Christ comes to us in our ordinary daily lives, in our weariness as we do the dishes for the eight millionth time, <laughs> as we bend to our screaming toddler with patience, even though we're bursting with frustration, as we sit down to read, 
too choked up to tell me his name, but bringing her grief into community all the same. We are a community of imperfect people with something stirring in our hearts. We keep reading these old stories from this old book and keep wondering what they might say to us today. We keep lighting candles. We keep coming back together, this church breathing us in and breathing us out every week. We keep reminding ourselves of the bigger story, that God made the world in love, that God made us in love, that everyone belongs. That day on the beach, Andrew was paying attention to the longing in his own heart. He was brave enough to release his nets, literally let go of what he depended on. His first act of following was release. So I invite you now to take your hands and make them into fists. Imagine you are holding tight to your life, to the roles you play, to your to-do list, to your worries, to your feeling that you're not good enough, that you don't make enough money, that you don't know all the answers. I'll squeeze tight. Now imagine that Christ is calling to you in this very moment. Imagine that answering the call requires nothing more of you than to release your hands. Relax your fists to be soft. Andrew, the ordinary disciple who let go. May we all be as ordinary. 